This episode of Tales from the Bolterlands is sponsored in part by... Budweiser presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. When conventional wisdom said no one could make a hot dog longer than six inches, you dared to dream. Dared to dream. You knew the limitations of a regular-sized hot dog bun, and you ignored them. Can't stop me now. You made a 10-inch wiener, and people cheered. Oh. But you weren't satisfied. You said, wait, I think I can still give you two more inches. Gotta want it. So this bud's for you, Mr. Hot Dog Hero, because you gave every single one of us our fondest wish, a bigger wiener. Friends and neighbors, we are here with the, the man, the myth, the legend, here at Polar Vortex. Just finished up some dust. I am joined by the man himself, Wild Bill. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome back to Chicago, brother. Well, thanks for coming down to meet me halfway. I try. I try. Me and good brother Ben hopped in the Silver Streak, a.k.a. the Honda Mothership. <laughs> Popped on down. Got some dust on today. Three rounds. Uh, some brutal, some some hot, smirch on smirch action. There was smirch and lasers everywhere today. It was ridiculous. We were, it, it got ugly fast. Uh, me and Bill locked horns. We had we hadn't played in a while. With the it raining in the basement, it shut down my my internet play. Yep. Finally got that back. We got a little disconnected, but now we're back. We locked it up and. This had to have been the most nerve-wracking game you and I have ever played. I mean, we've had some blowouts. We've had some some close games. Um, you taught me a lot with the Desert Scorpions. I really like the way you played them in the past and, and your style that you don't always put your heroes in the squads. You've got them running out there, and it causes a lot of goddamn problems in the later rounds sure. to your opponent. Just like, like, that dude's got four wounds left on him. How am I going to get that, you know? And it really changed the way I looked at, at Scorpions. But I got some payback tonight, because I should have got him the last time. I had his ass in a bear trap, and I let him go. But we had, I had one of those clutch initiative turns, and I was able to pull it out, because we had some, we, it was, folks. Like, you're going to find this on, on you know, dusthub.com with some hot, hot Winter Child on Winter Child action. It, it was getting pretty brutal. I think uh, Winter Child needs to have his flight stats revoked for punching a uh, unaware helicopter out of the sky. Twice. Twice. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. That flies against the Geneva Convention, I think, especially when it's its own faction. Yeah, very much so. Uh, mission we played, it was on. Is that the one that was on three mats? Three mats, long ways. Long ways. The objectives were weighted, so the ones close to us were only worth one. The one in the middle was worth three. three Far yep. side, the opponent, basically, the opponent objective was worth five. And we played full six rounds, yep. and we beat the snot out of each other. Uh, but I was getting pretty bitter. I was like, this has got to break sometime. <laughs> but, like I said, I caught an initiative roll, and it... it it definitely gave me the opportunity, but it was close. I mean, if it wasn't for that, it was definitely. I mean, it was, it was, it was teetering it was on a knife edge. And then, and then your uh, 
KVs came walking out of the smoke like gorillas out of the mist, just a little slower. Yeah, but just just as terrifying. Well, and for the record, uh, friends and neighbors of the show, yet again, Jeff is dodging me. He didn't want none. You know, we, he and I have been around each other for, for, what, three years now, and I've never, I don't think I've ever played him in a one-on-one game. Oh, wow. we, we, we've done, like, some of our multiplayer, you know, sure. games. yep, yep. Um, but we've never had a one-on-one fight, and he brought Gorilla in your midst, Army. He had all the, the character guys. I wanted to mix it up because I knew it was going to be scary. Sure, sure. And but no, we had we, we picked up a new player today, and they wanted to come in and try it out. So he graciously, as the host, stepped aside, let the other guy play, and, and changed up the roundup. And I'm just kidding. We love Jeff, but I am. I'm going to get him. I got a special bear trap for his ass. <laughs> I think uh, SSU was the uh, dominant faction today. Maybe it's just because it's cold in Chicago and they felt right at home. Well, I came brothered up. I had my, my Bolter Club Smirsh shirt on. I got my cap on. I was I was ready to do, do some uh, some hot dropping. My uh, my Desert Scorpions and their Infantry One and the Ninjas in the pajamas, they didn't want anything in the cold weather. So no. they, they stayed in the toolbox. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing that freaked me out about our game and, and you can check me if I'm wrong, but I think we made all of our drops. All the drops. Turn one, you. everything came in hot. I mean, it was like I said, it was game time, folks. I, it was, yep. and I didn't bring the camera to record it. I think that'd have been fun to just to oh, yeah, fast forward yeah, through yeah. a few parts. But yeah, just, well, next time, was, next time. It was brutal. Yeah, things were dropping and activating like it was their job, which it was. So, but, yeah, it was a, a lot, a lot of trees, a lot of terrain today, made for interesting. Yeah. Of, I really, I think Jeff did a great job in that mission because he added a bunch of terrain, so it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to shoot you from 14 squares away. Yep. You know, it was like you had to, you had to commit. Yep. You had to get in there and mix it up, and it wasn't like house to house fighting where you can only see two squares. I mean, yep. there were some. It was, it was the right amount for those three maps. Exactly. I, I really enjoyed that mission, even though I lost. It was still very fun. I mean, no. well, we could do that again, and it would go easily to bounce the other way. Yep. I mean, that was. That, that was that was a great time. I mean, all three games today I played, I really enjoyed. All all the missions were really good. So, the uh, the first one was crazy, short, like bloodthirsty, like coming right yeah. out of the gate. Uh, six squares across, is that right? Five, six, nine. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Yeah, it was two maps. Hard. It's, yeah, yeah, but they were. It was. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of. We got one right here. It's one, two, three, four. Well, that's nine. Five, six, seven, eight. There were nine across. We were playing. We're playing six across. Oh, that's right. Those were over there. Yeah, they were six across. Like, I'm charging from deployment. Come, yep. Come, come you're right You're right in somebody's face right off the bat. So that was a brutal game. The uh, Jeff also had, and I'm jumping around. I know friends and neighbors, but Jeff had a really cool mechanic, I thought, in the last game because it was there was no objectives. It was just a flat-out scrum. You are mixing it up. You are deploying from opposite corners. Um, that can create a problem with airdrop, like yeah. we talked about. Um, but you, you know what? If you if you made the home quarter considered an objective, it, you're back to playing sure. a normal yep. game. But the scoring in that game, it wasn't like one point a unit. You got points based on the rank. So if the guy had a bunch of rank one infantry, you got one point for every unit you put down. But they're rank three, you got three. Yep. Uh, you know, so you know, uh, Winter Child would have been worth four, and then the Walkers, whatever their points were. And that was different. I've never yep. done that before. And 
you know, yes, you could say, well, what happens if you play an all rank one army and you only give up seventeen yeah, points? Yeah, yeah, there is that total. But it was it was nice. It was different. It was nice to see a, a new look at it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. got me thinking, 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 <laughs> thinking. Uh huh. Yeah. So so I may have to steal that one from Jeff. So anyway. It's great seeing you, brother. Thank you for coming out. Thanks again for the game. Thanks for coming down. Meet absolutely, me. absolutely. And we'll do it again. Do it some more. Now you were teasing. You're thinking about Gen Con. Maybe, maybe a, a small, small event at Gen Con this year. All right. So I might we'll see what we can put together. We'll put some coconuts together and see what happens. I may because we're we're going to do the Boulder Club's going to do Space Inkity, but not at a convention. Not intending. Well, sure. Maybe we'll bring it to Gen Con. I don't know. I got to talk to the good brothers. Because I can't, I can't bring it all on my own, right? Yeah, yeah. I need, a, I need another set of, set of cargo hold to pull that one off. But we've got it. It was intended for Adepticon, but we're not doing Adepticon because I can't. We don't have the terrain to do it for everyone that would come. Sure. You know, it would sure. be like, right at this point, twelve players at the most. Yeah. And but maybe we can work. We can figure it out. We are going to do it in Madison uh, after. Adepticon probably like in April. Okay. Um, give everybody time to get the schedule clear. The weather will be a little nicer, so it'll be as sloppy coming up. But uh, maybe we take it to Gen Con. Give, we'll give folks a little taste. A little Gen Con tease. We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All righty. We'll, we're going to take a little pause for the cause. Attention all good brothers and sisters, welcome to Tales from the Bolterlands. come out and say it i enjoyed the boba fett show aka preview of mando 3 i had a good time with it i didn't mind the rancor king kong that was it was actually fun the only thing i would add is like it was a shame they didn't have machete running down the street gigging a couple guys you know, in a cameo. So you're upset that while they did have the Danny Trejo cameo, they, they did not do more with it? Just, you know, all I'm saying, man, have them just run through the alley, like backing up the, but the, they the had, Wookiee, like, uh, 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 yeah, but they had, the, they had the mods guy do the, you know, the whole like mariachi spin twist and then shoot a guy. So like, I mean, People are upset. They're like, well, oh, I'll, Robert I'll, Rodriguez. Well, I was waiting for like the, the, the three chord guitar, you know, you know, like start, you know, Start when he when he did it, but oh well. Mariachi me acompaña cuanto canto mi canción. You know, just just beating people with, with you know. Oh, this is my electric guitar from Star Wars. Just yep. Max Rebo comes out, you know, and it's just like number one jizz whaler, and just starts I, I going hope, down. I hope they survive the blast, right? Because we know, we haven't had a chance to record. It's true. The, the, the past few weeks, and like you know, they went up, and I got hot. I got real hot when they blew up. Flashdance, Jessica, and and the club. I'm like, that ain't cool, man. Not it's cool. True, but yeah, do we? But we need to know, like, for Grin Dan, and and Max Rebo, they've survived so much. Yeah, I'm hoping they didn't get get uh, 
ice cream maker bombed. It's, it's okay though because he's gonna come back in some other some other rendition. And it's a, I lived, bitch, <laughs> with, his, with, his, with his 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 yeah. snout just going up and down. You yeah. know. Well, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the, the the cyborg guy give him a robot snoot. I don't know. You know. <laughs> I want to boop the snoot. <laughs> but it was good stuff, man. It was. I mean, as far as far as I'm concerned, and I, I put my feelings out on the book of faces. It's like I wish that uh, Favreau and Filoni would come and write for Predator and help us out. <laughs> Because they'd actually care about the backstory. They would, you know, if they were fans, like like they are Star Wars, they would actually, you know, tell a story. Because that's all, that's all I'm really asking for. Like, entertain me. Tell me a good story. Don't just, like, oh, we, we've got all this money set aside for these amazing CGI fights. And, like, no, 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 no. Tell me a good story. Give me a reason to care about the characters. Like, the... The Wookiee is, is apparently from the oh, he's comics. From, yeah, he's from like the yeah from the comics with uh, Doctor Doctor Afra, who was like didn't know who the hell he was, but I knew he meant business when I saw him. And then like the electro bra- brass knucks or whatever, I'm like like a Wookiee needs brass knucks, but okay, bam. I mean, it's like I like, right they even though he's not speaking the old English or basic as they know it in Star Wars world, but. I thought the guy did great in the suit, and he, I, you instantly cared about the characters. Like, I want to see what this guy, this cat, can do. I knew that all those Trandoshans were hosed. But the, the sweetest thing was win or lose. I love how they they did it in the sense that they sent Finnick off and was not around for the big, you know, fighting in the streets. It's like win or lose. Those, you know, the mayor. The heads of the families, the heads of the five families, none of those cats were going to make it all, you know, out of that room. No, I was like, Dad, that's cold blooded. I was like, Yes. Well, I mean, ultimately, is that whether you like it, whether you liked it or not, is that we have to, especially after like episode five or episode, even like what episode four, even once they brought Mando into it, you 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 have to treat Book of Boba Fett much like i at least i treat it is that uh you know people don't actually like lobster people do like butter but you, you can't just eat butter by itself that's frowned upon but if you use lobster as a conveyance for yes. the butter then it's, it's a vehicle for your th- butter. then it is acceptable right yeah. so and that's what that's what i do boba fett the book of boba fett was is a conveyance for more mandalorian ultimately right even if you love or hate if you whether or not you like it or not people generally liked the Mandalorian. Period. They want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Book of both that you know, take it or leave it. We both liked it for various reasons. If you didn't like it, okay, treat it as a conveyance for more Mandalorian. Yeah, it's your, it's your preview to the kickoff because it, it answered a lot of questions. And Luke Skywalker is still a dickhole. Yeah, like his father before him. Mm, tool just runs in that family, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, Ahsoka was right. It's like so much like your father. <laughs> Flammable. <laughs> but not to wrap it up good stuff enjoyed it i'm gonna have to go back and revisit it because there's some easter eggs that i missed but and there's a lot of stuff you know because they're they're crossing cats man they are they're mixing in cartoon stuff they're mixing in they're weaving everything together stuff. they are make you know 
their tapestry of what their other building is is only begun the stuff they're going to tie into this so i was super stoked very happy with it can't wait for the next uh well the obi-wan right Obi-Wan, in yep. may is it in may it comes out may 25th yep 45 years to the day for to a new hope all right and then after that uh, andor the casting andor mm-hmm. stuff which hasn't even come out yet but has already been renewed for a second season Damn. Which, let's be real, if they have Alan Tudyk as the voice of K2SO in there again, I'm okay with that. You know what? Um, we're going to switch gears, but speaking of Alan Tudyk, uh, I started watching Harley Quinn. Good. You should on, have done it HBO Max. years ago. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know it was out there. Uh, I grew up big fan of Batman animated series. The pinnacle of all animated series, yep. you know, followed very closely by like uh, the super, like the Justice League, yep. uh, that was done in like the 2000s ish, you know. But no, Batman ni- 90s animated series, yep. Batman, highest of the high. And I, I like it more than the old X Men cartoons from those days, but still, which is making a comeback. Yep, it is a direct, it is going to be the, the, the new X Men cartoon mm-hmm. is going to be a direct sequel to the stuff from the 90s. So I'm watching, I, I put it on, me and sweet sister Tanya, watching the... You had no idea what to expect, did you? No. <laughs> no. Right out of the gate, I'm like, what? Because like, I'm thinking like, oh, this is like like a throwback, right? Like, like we're, you know, 90s animated series Batman, right? Just, oh, no. But, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. But Alan Tudyk playing Clayface, Ron Funches, who I, I find hysterical, playing King Shark, uh, Poison Ivy. The whole thing is amazing. The it's, gallery of rogues is quite deep. It's it's a little blue, uh, and Bane. You know the streets will run with Razzie Zazzy. You know, you know I uh, I got a large Razzie Zazzy for Bane. Cross your Todd. Todd doesn't work Wednesdays. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a little blue in the humor. It's got language in it. It's not for the kiddies. It is for fans who grew up with it. And maybe we don't want the, the I don't know, the play mobile version of Batman anymore. But absolutely hysterical. Totally worth watching if you haven't already uh, tapped into it. And I, I'm keeping up with my personal theme of always being late to everything that everybody else already knows, but I'm okay with it. Speaking of which, have you seen that? We just watched the DC teaser trailer. I don't for care. 2020. I don't what? care. Like, I don't care about any of it. Rock I, the Dwayne Johnson. As far as I'm concerned, DC and Warner brothers or whoever they, they purchased, they purchased the rock so that he could not be used in any Marvel stuff. He's like... Because he was getting in there deep with Disney. He, not with from Moana. And then he was in like the, the jungle, uh, the riverboat. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. He was in that one. You know, he, he was in the, the, the Magic Mountain, Space Mountain or whatever. The, Escape, which, the remake of Escape, Escape, Escape from Witch Mountain. Mountain. You know, like well, his, Disney was starting to sink their claws in. Well, when he got away from WWE Films... Right, like the remaking Walking Tall and yeah. all that stuff. Disney snatched him up because he did like what the, was it the Tooth Fairy? 
and he did Escape from Witch Mountain. I mean, a lot, a lot of his early movies, non WWE, were all Disney flicks. Yeah. So, but so, and then you know they started to then. I mean, they were. It almost looked like Disney was trying to do what they did with uh, Dave Bautista. It's like we're gonna start. We're gonna grab him for a number of movies because with a guy like that's built like he is, you're gonna tell me you couldn't fit him into some sort of Marvel role. If you can't, your casting is crap. Well, so I think that really they just bought him and signed him for these contracts just to keep him away from the 800 pound gorilla. Well, he is, he is, um, what's the term? Um, no, uh, franchise Viagra. Oh yeah. He will definitely, yeah, no, he's, he is definitely, you tag him with the franchise label and then he will make something stay around for a long time. Well, the Fast and Furious got a big boost. Well, yeah, because yeah, nobody cares about Fast and Furious. I don't even know what, what, num- what about, number man? are they up to? 12? No, almost. I think they finished nine. Just, just remember, 10. in the first one, they were boosting DVD players from mm-hmm. semi-trucks. Yeah. Who even owns a DVD player anymore? I do. That you purchased. Yeah. Well, no, I boosted it, you know. Me and, Michelle, me and Michelle Rodriguez went to Hawaii. And what, when she wasn't when she wasn't drunk, how did you manage that? Oh, no, that's how she. I convinced her to do it. Oh, okay. All right, I think we're ready to start the show. I don't care about Black Adam. It, it, it really comes through. It's good. All right. Well, a couple things we can talk about. We know. Talk a little dust here. Top of the episode ish. We know that the, the Dust USA website is no mo. Along it, it has it has expired. It has it's expired. pining for the fjords. Yeah, it'd been nice to get a shout out for folks that are wanted to grab some content off the Play More tab. We had generated quite a bit, um, but uh, for those folks out there who are looking for the missions or the the assets is that the correct term yep if you wanted to create your own graphical assets there you go uh any of the scenarios from the newsletters so from the paradise lost campaign uh anything that we did as bolter club as well as the new platoons quote-unquote new platoons uh we have access to them yep and i believe there is a legendary uh google folder not so much strong on my tech game that but people can still get those there is a link somewhere yes it just merely uh my responses are limited you have to ask the right question okay so where should they go to ask said question uh probably the book of faces bolter club would probably be your best bet or tag one of us in discord tag bolter club discord tag any if you're listening you already know yep you know who to look for we also noticed another dust news the ammo drop receives a bunch of starters and core units and army boxes and allegedly i'm speculating that's probably the the, the remainder of the dust usa inventory it's straight out of marietta georgia yeah. yeah so that one so full transparency i put an order in uh, I saw that that ammo drop had uh, the Ook commanders, the Ook heroes, and I never got them. 
I've been trying to get them for a long time. They were never available. So I got, I ordered an Addy and I ordered a couple things to round it out. And man, is that going to be expensive? Holy crap. Yeah. How much is it going to be? Um, I think the order came up to be, well, oh my, I, well, hell, I got to stop making me think of all the stuff I ordered, but it's going to be a little north of a hundred euros. Euros. hundred euros. How much of that is that hundred euros is shipping? Oh, it's shipping. No, I mean, like, how much of the of the hundred euros? How much of it is the shipping cost? Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. the proportion of it is no. There's there's a considerable. There's a shipping and handling in there for sure. It's not. It it basically came down to me deciding if I wanted my toys or not. And you know, I am a big fan of Ukanda, and I am all about. Can you believe that U- I was sh- order? I was shot down when I wanted to do a shirt of Ukanda. Mm-hmm. They said that that was insensitive and not right. Well, everyone has an uh, opinion. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And then there was never, there was nothing ever stopping us from doing it. Uh, it just wasn't, wasn't going to be official, I guess. But so, yeah, I bit the bullet and paid the shipping. And I'll, I will have finally my, uh, my Ook heroes, so I can you know build an Ook army the way I wanted to. I should say, not just I this way I can go all Ook all the time, like you're supposed to. Man, I sold mine too. Did you? My premium ones. I made a. It was a considerable well, amount. Yeah, I mean we we talked about well I wouldn't not that but we you know we were tongue-in-cheek joking about but the numbers were real we were talking about those premium units that were selling oh yeah i may i mean i'm not gonna lie i made enough to pay pay for a month of my mortgage so selling three units (laughs) not not a lot like nine models total yeah well now it's like now i guess the next big sale will be the cards to go for all those units when the when the app goes down right because we don't know when the app's actually going to go down and we probably won't know. It'll just happen, much like the website's going away. Nobody, and I could be mistaken. So let me alleged throw allegedly in the in the beginning at the end of this. I don't think the word went out that the site was done. No, I don't think there was a, a, a allegedly there wasn't a chance to or notification to say last call for alcohol and scenarios. Allegedly, I don't know. Speculating there, but I don't. I'm not the most in tune person, but I do watch a lot of the channels and stuff. So I, I don't recall seeing it. I could be wrong. I'd like to be wrong. Just put that out there. Don't lose your cards, people. You're going to need them. Then that's to say that the app will continue to work, but I think it, it will continue to work until at said point Google or uh, Apple updates their iOS or their operating system to then it will not work. At some point, there will be something that happens. In which case, at least I will be saved because I have an old phone with the old app on it that will never be updated and it will live on forever. Well, even the new app for me and Apple, I can't do anything with the PLA. Well, that's just telling you, you probably shouldn't make a PLA army. I think so. That's what it's trying to tell me. I was trying to build one. Uh, we went to uh, to uh, Polar Vortex. Right. Well, uh, me and good brother Ben. Went to Polar Vortex at the beginning of January, and I, I built three lists, 
and I was trying to determine which one I wanted to play with. And I had this idea for a PLA list. I really liked it. I was like, oh, and I actually had the pieces to pull it off. And the app kept crashing every time I wanted to look at the details. Like it would let me build the list, but it won't let me like pull up an individual unit to see its, its card. It kept crashing out. So that ain't getting fixed. I don't, you know, that's, so if you want PLA, if you want, if you want to play PLA, you're going to need your cards sooner than later. We're going to take a little quick pause of the cause and be right back. Hey Scott, what's up? You gonna put it put in for some time off? Why? Week after next? Why? Forbidden West drops. Oh, that on game. Friday. I mean, I would, but I think too many of us are gonna be gone already. Well, we're not doing trade shows, are we? No, we're not doing trade shows. But I think enough of us are gonna buy it. I've, I've bought into this game already. Like that have seniority that I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I already made some room on the on my PlayStation Four. I gotta 
make some space on the old drive so we can upload. I mean, I'm, yeah, like, uh, I'm, I'm Rise not going to. I mean, why, why take the time off when? Why take the time off? Because all that would do is that I would just be sitting there having that time off, watching like 47 gigs download very slowly, and I would just get angrier and angrier. Instead. I'll go to work and get paid for it while it's downloading at the same time. And I'll come home and it will all be ready because I'll have, I'll, I'll have explained to my dogs. They need to press the X button. <laughs> keep waking it up. Yeah, Keep waking it up. Just keep yeah. on downloading. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it myself. I'm, uh, I think it's going to be absolutely crazy. All the teasers, all the creatures are, 18 times bigger. Uh, but I really enjoyed the first one. Speaking of, though, did you see recently uh, they actually added a DLC into Ghost of Tsushima where you can, you can get the you can get uh, Alloy's gear? Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you be running around as Jin Sakai, yep. you know, with a crazy headband and, you know, bow and arrow like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I just finished that. I just finished the Iki uh, Island campaign and then I uploaded. Uh, I've been I've been itching to go back to Red Dead for a, for a while. I had not played it since it initially came out, and I figured I'd go play the online. And it's been a lot of fun, but I mean, there's only so much content there unless you just team up with your friends and gank newbies. You know, it, it doesn't. You know, I, I I enjoy the content for what it is, but I don't really see the purpose of the PvP. You don't really gain anything. Other than just aggravating, you know, people beyond end. But for some people, that's how they—that's how they live yeah. their lives. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, that's how I live my life. I'm pretty sure I got mauled by a 12-year-old for like, you know, 45 minutes. You know, because every time they kill you, you respawn further back, and they—they just—they know where you are. They just—they're sitting there waiting for you. You load back in, and like, bam, they shoot you again, and you know, they—they they pushed me from Saint Denis to pass Van Horn back to the swamp, back to St. Denis. And I was like, not knowing any of the, the settings. And right. it, it turns out that I was, my default was offensive instead of defensive. So like everybody in. You basically had a sign above your head that said, light me up. Yeah. So I'm out there with basic gear, literally just getting like, if the Cougars weren't, weren't already mauling me, like every player was they just no i was like uh okay that'd been nice if they said something so what you're saying is that you like woody you were the snake in your boot (laughs) yes very much so i bring up forbidden west only because one yes looking forward to it two now that it's not raining in the basement anymore and i'm i'm getting it back in play shape there's so many miniatures for their games. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Every so expansion. Good good brother Matt got me hooked on the board game <laughs> for Horizon Zero Dawn. And I've I picked up all the expansions and everything that's available. There's so many. I, I think the only thing I don't have is the some of the Kickstarter stuff. Right. I think in the Kickstarter they had a Deathbringer packed in with a, a corruptor. I don't have that. But I've got a lot of the other stuff, and we had a chance to crack it open uh, for New Year's and played it. And it took us a little bit to get up and going, but I thought it was a pretty fun game. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to mixing it up some more with that. Now that the the, the basement of the infidel is almost back, 
it's going to be time to set the cameras back up. So, I mean, it took a while. I mean, because, you know, after Shark Shark Puppet had that bender, it was kind of rough for a good long while. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a rough But he's, But it's okay, though, because, you know, we got him in rehab. Yep. You know, he, he got cleaned up. Yep. So, uh, I think really we just, you know, we got to be that got to be that positive force in Shark Puppet's life, and we can get him back on the right track. Yeah. You know, we want to be good role models for Shark Puppet. And sometimes to do that, you know, you have to push them away for a bit yep. to get them – Get their shit figured out. Yep. We teased about it last year before it started raining about setting up and maybe doing something on YouTube, whether it was battle reports or, or walking people through some of our content that we create. I wanted to do something like that for Operation High Jump where we could show the scenarios and kind of play through them and show folks how they could do it too at home. Like I said, between the getting things fixed down here and then uh, both of us being in a new job, and the hours and the schedule change that that means it really put a major hamper on doing fun stuff. Now we're coming back around, things are settling down and getting put back together. So I'm hoping because I really I miss like playing online with good brother Bill too and getting my head kicked in courtesy of of him. So I'm looking forward to getting that but back online and back up and running. So hopefully some some news here coming sooner than later. Till then, just keep posted. But until then, it will all have to come until we are both done with Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, Horizon is going to get in the way of any progress of that for sure. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're just playing the game wrong. Maybe we should be like the rest of these Twitch dudes and be playing the game and getting people paying us to no tell them where the, the Easter eggs are or something. I don't know. I, mean, I I couldn't get people to watch me if I was you know. I, I feel like you know. Uh, I feel like in that movie Dread. Yeah, I feel like the the homeless guy, you know, will debase self for credits, and it's like nah, I could I couldn't make money that way. Why would they watch me play this game and be really bad at it? I don't know. I don't know. They have to look into that. Maybe they'll watch Shark Puppet play. Get the I don't know Scott Waterford OnlyFans page. We can probably work that out. All right, quick pause, and we'll be coming back. We're going to talk about Adepticon. That can't. <laughs> Currently, still can. Currently, still can. A couple weeks to go. We'll see. All right, Scott. It's a thing. Adepticon 2022. Greenlit. It's a thing. It's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I will believe it when I see it. Well, it's, I mean, things could change, but as, as of right now, four weeks from now, Adepticon is going to happen. As far as we know. We have officially said the pandemic is over. We're done with it. Much um, like the United States and the Vietnam War. We're done. Move on. Well, we'll see. Because I think I think they, they did post that, like, you have to show proof of uh, vaccination to attend. Oh, sure. Got to have your papers in order. And <laughs> That's Antonio Brown, how that went out. And uh, so that means there'll be guys in the parking lot selling... Yeah, I'm gonna be one of them. Counterfeit. Yeah, make vaccine my, cards. Gotta make my money. You know, I used to I used to trade in bits to the bits guy. Now I sell you know fake vac- vaccination cards for Photoshop. Right, like I just take mine and just like rub the name out. Like wow, a lot of people kept taking the same same lot of uh, you know this shot. Okay. Are you one Ron Tater Salad White? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You caught the tater. You caught the tater. Yeah. 
So as far as we know, it's still happening unless the Decepticon virus variant drops and then yeah, everything just transforms and goes to hell. Yeah, everyone's going to cough. You know, you're going to cough. What, what are the symptoms? Well, if you cough, it sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. And you just start leaking out Energon for no reason. Light our darkest hour. <laughs> Rodimus prime my ass. Mm-hmm. Rodimus that right the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Adepticon. For years, we've had an unfair advantage because Adepticon's in our backyard. It's two hours away. Less than that. It's almost. It's like an hour forty-five. You know, it's it's getting now. They have the the roads done. It is considerably faster to get there than it used to be. I still drive like Grandpa, so it's two hours. Okay, it's an, it's an hour forty-five for you. <laughs> it's, uh, I merely keep up with traffic. <laughs> uh, full transparency. I wasn't going. I wasn't planning on going at all. Wasn't even a a consideration. Normally, when I go, it's a uh, you know, it's not the entire show. I think I think they expanded it to Thursday through Sunday. I'd usually roll in Friday through Sunday. You know, stay over, do do a couple games, extensive study of the vendor hall, do lots of crazy shopping, buy as many of the Iron Circle as you can. All the Iron Circle. All the Iron Circle. Take that, Koval. Yeah, well, you know, we do what we must. Because we can. Be, exactly. Yeah, I wasn't going to go. I, I, I considered hopping in the, the, the Mothership Connection with good brother Ben and rolling down there for the afternoon, maybe hit the vendor hall, go around, see the peeps. Part of the process is, is because Adepticon's in our backyard, there's people here in town that play games that we don't see all year long. So we go to Adepticon in Chicago so we can see them and say, Hey, how's it going? Great to see you. Okay. Goodbye. You know, and then we'd also go down there to go to get Portillo's. Which, was like... Which now Portillo's has come to us. We have two of them. There's two of them. This is getting out of hand. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Because, uh, yeah, I put the weight back on. Now, why am I bringing this up? A couple reasons. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time because uh, we've gotten some chatter, Book of Faces and on Discord, and, and I've gotten some messages over this. Is why is the Bolter Club not running an event for Dust? At Adepticon. Because we have no money. And that's a big part of it. And the we've had a lot of positive, and we, we would say why here and there, or pieces of it, I should say. We've got a lot of positive responses because it's a great community and everybody wants to play. They want to hang out. They want to enjoy a good game and, and be super casual about it, which we do too. There's real life kind of got in the way. Like we had mentioned th- earlier, both of us have a, have different jobs than we did last year. Um, it has been very crazy, very busy. Hasn't been a lot of, not as much hobby time as I guess I would like. I know, play, play the smallest violin for me. That's the way it is for most folks. The days of staying up until four in the morning working on one particular conversion are long beyond us now. Yeah, sadly. Sadly. How late were you up last night, though? Five. Okay. But not, not doing conversions. I'm doing conversions. I was riding my pony. Okay. Yeah. No, it's there's a lot of things that go into it. And it's it's not as simple as I wish it could be, where everybody just agrees to show up at a certain time and they bring their own mats and they throw down their their tiles and we play a game. That would be awesome. 
I would love that. But it doesn't, it's not that simple. It doesn't always work the way we intend. One of the problems is, is if you've ever been to one of our events, we put a lot of work into the scenarios so that if you if you're driving, if you're traveling to come play with us for, for a day, we want to make sure that you get a great experience, that you're playing with like-minded folks, and that the content stands up. We haven't had a chance to work on anything with all the stuff going on the past seven, eight months. So we don't have anything spun up and ready other than Operation High Jump. And we still have Dark Side of the Ook. It's limited. Like we could we could bring out Dark Side, but only six people would be able to play it at a time. Because part of uh, dark the dark side of the ook was built to be used with um, Dust USA backing us up because the original agreement was is that we would use the Dust USA's event terrain to give us what we needed to do you know forty tables or whatever the number was. Well, so, we, we didn't have three grand in terrain just sitting around, right? And the mats and all the terrain, all the things like that, to help us flesh it out. Now, I'm not saying that we, we're not going to do it unless it's 40-something tables. I'm just, whatever the number was, we, weren't, we, would, we wouldn't have to turn anybody away. Then there's the logistics side of all this. It's not, so it's time and money because the stuff we do have, we still got to cart it all up, take it up there, all the layout. You know, Again, we don't have the logistics support that we would have originally when we we're thinking of doing this two years ago when it was supposed to happen because we would have had free free entry previously that i mean that as well because we yeah. were because again i don't want to sound like a jerk but we had no intention of going to adepticon this year correct there was nothing going on that we wanted to play or do the time off the preparation the loadout i i can't fit it all in my vehicle like i need more than me carting game material up in order to do this now a lot of people had brought up well i'll bring my mats i'll bring my tiles it doesn't have to be 3d terrain that's great and it's wonderful that folks want to help but as a hard rule when i do at my events i know exactly what i can pull off and that's what i advertise for and i don't want to turn people away at a big convention a lot of people travel and fly in to go play Adepticon. It's one of the better tabletop conventions there is. And why is that? Because they have an army of volunteers <laughs> to keep that thing moving. And they've been doing it a long time, and they're very good at what they do. I don't want to have to turn anybody away because I don't know what I can get because there hasn't been any – I don't even know what's available. what would be available. Would they stick us off in the, the other hotel away from the vendor hall? You know, because it's dust is considered a, you know, it's on the shelf. It's not an active game. You can't go out and buy starters. You can't go out and, you know, sell product. So are we going to get stuck off on the side? So everyone has to make a side trip to come out? As a, yeah, like a, know? as a legacy game. And then and, and then there's there's the, re the times that we're in and the reality. I could have six people all volunteer to say, I'll bring my mats. I'll bring my tiles. We can do 24 players. It's going to be awesome. I'm like, awesome, fantastic. And then two days before it's time to go to Adepticon, one of those people gets exposed and they got a quarantine. Well, those mats and those tiles ain't coming. Or 
unfortunately there's a death in the family or something happens or a sick kid or, or something prevents them from going. And now what we were supposed to have starts rolling back. And I, that's why I learned that lesson years and years ago. That's why I don't advertise anything unless I know what I can pull off. Like, yep, I've got 24 seats available. This is what we got. Come on and get it. Um, and that's what we do here in town in Madison. We know our limits and we, we stay in the in those bounds. The promoter in me always wants to get a butt every 18 inches and sell out the event and have as much as many people come and enjoy it and have a great time. But there's only so much you can, or, you know, there's only so much you can do. And right now with, you know, all that terrain was eBay auctioned off. So it's all gone. It's all spread, you know, it's all spread to the four corners. If you've purchased any premium terrain, flip it upside down and look. And if it says Dust USA and Sharpie, yeah. you know you've got one of the show specials. Yep. So you know, a lot of those. You do a three-card Monty with the Quonset huts. Yeah, exactly. And and a lot of those those premium units that were sold with no cards, that was all either personal collection or it was straight out of the convention demo. The the um the case. The case, you know, the display glass case. display cases. We wouldn't have to load all that terrain out. It'd already be there. Have all those pieces in place and that we knew what we, we could do. We knew that this was the exact amount we could have. We could build to it and have it covered. And we can't really do that right now. You know, part of that's just a, too late to start. And I, I do want to say that I really appreciate and I'm very uh, honored and humbled that people reached out to us and asked and wanted us to do something or were very interested if we were doing something, they wanted to see it. They wanted to play it. And that's huge. I absolutely, you know, that gives me nice warm fuzzy feelings because I'm, I'm glad folks, you know, enjoy it and have a good time with it. That's why it's for, that's why we never really charged for it. Any entry fees we ever charged were to help generate some prizes. And at the end of the day, I don't think either one of us are, Paying the bills with our uh, our uh, our dust money, so to speak, and we still got zero dollars on the podcast. So. Oh, I am well aware. So that's probably my fault because I don't want to do reads or be a corporate shill and tell you how great Manscaped is or how you need to buy a Ridge wallet or you know. But you're doing it right now for you free. Do, you're doing it for free. Free you plugs. Fool. You fool! You're leaving money on the table. Yeah. Well, you know what. If I'm gonna leave some money on the table, let's let's spend some money with our friends at, at, at Game Chefs. All right. You need, oh, oh, there it is. All right, boys. Yes. You, if you haven't ordered from Game Chef this week, what the hell is wrong with you? Get an order oh, in. Okay. All right. There it is. Laying it out there. I, I still get so tickled when Jeff will send me a message and say, you know, they played the podcast in the store. So that's kind of like why I'm doing my best not to keep the, the podcast from going completely blue and start dropping bombs everywhere just in case the kitties are coming through. But no, the fact that they're singing along to some of our songs is kind of scary, but hilarious at the same time. So I'm glad we can share the joke. It's not just here in the basement. So, well, enough of that. Again, it's in summary, we're not doing a Depth Con. 
We have no money. It's nothing personal. It's not that we're like tournament, you know, event snobs or anything like that. It's just we didn't have what we needed to do it this year. Doesn't mean we can't do it next year. Just got to put a little more thought and energy behind it and on the front end. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe dust will be owned by somebody else next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you found it. You sent it to me. That that uh, Paolo no longer owns the IP. Yeah, he has he, said as much. He hasn't admitted who. He doesn't said who owns the IP right now, but it is not him. And they said that he didn't know when they were planning on making an announcement. So I don't know. But until then, we can we can guess. Cool, mini or not, looking at you. In closing, I will be want me and Good Brother Band will probably be wandering around at Adepticon. If you see us, let us wave. Happy to see you and talk to you. I might be playing a different game on Sunday. I'm still on the fence. Good brother Matt's working me pretty hard. So I might be having playing my first official song of Ice and Fire event. He's either Lionel Johnson. Oh, no. No, no. I don't ride the fence. You just said you were. I just burned it down. You just said you were. You said you were literally on the fence. I don't know. Not riding it, though. I, I am I am being crossing on, over. Being on the fence is the first step to riding the fence. I might get caught halfway. That'd be bad. That brings back memories. All right, folks. Little Johnny had a cussing problem, and his father was getting sick of it. He decided to ask his shrink what to do. The shrink said, well, since Christmas is coming up, you should ask little Johnny what he wants from Santa. If he cusses when he tells you his wish list... Leave a pile of dog poop in place of the gift. Well, two days before Christmas, Johnny's father asked him what he wanted for Christmas. Little Johnny says, I want a damn teddy bear lying right next to me when I wake up. When I go downstairs, I want to see a damn train going around that damn tree. When I go outside, I want to see a damn bike leaning up against that damn garage. Well, Christmas morning, little Johnny woke up and rolled over into a pile of dog poop. Confused, he walked down the stairs and saw another pile under the tree. Scratching his head, he walked outside and saw a huge pile of dog poop right in the garage. When Johnny walked back inside, a curious look on his face, Dad smiled and asked, Well, what did Santa bring you this year? And Johnny replied, Well, I think I got a dog, but I can't find the son of a bitch.